0: Good morning and welcome to Costa Rica real estate and investments today we're going to be talking to Mike Simons of Tres Amigos Realty. Um, Mike has been in the industry for over 20 years Uh, he works mainly in the Coco, Hermosa, Ocatao and Papagayo area Um, and as I don't think I know anyone that's probably sold as much real estate as Mike so this is going to be he's going to be a fountain of knowledge it's going to be really interesting Uh, and let's get straight into it. And remember guys if you do have any questions for Mike or any future guests or anything you'd like me to ask any guests that do come on, uh, just in general, feel free to put them in the comments. And uh, yeah, I look forward to this one. It's going to be a good one. Let's get straight into it. Well, good morning, Mike. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Richard. Good to see you, buddy. No worries. It's an absolute honor to have you here on the show. I was actually trying to think, I don't think I know anyone that's probably sold more real estate in Costa Rica than you. So this should be very interesting.
1: Well, it's been a lot of fun. That's for sure. It's a great place to be. As you can see from the photo behind me, that's a beautiful Playa Hermosa. So, uh, it makes it easy for selling real estate. People see that and it uh, makes my job easy. Definitely.
0: Awesome. Well, we know, uh, having spoken to a lot of people kind of within the industry at the moment, you know, things are kind of, I would say, you know, very hot at the moment. And you've been down here for 20 years. I'm sure you've seen some interesting thing in those 20 years. But I mean, what a surprise to you recently. Man, you know, what's crazy
1: is over the last three or four years, how many young families are moving here. You know, when I first moved here, there was nobody. I mean, there was nothing built. Um, so there was only a handful of old retirees hanging around, a couple of people probably running from the law. And, uh, and then, you know, over the next 10 years, uh, up until about, let's say, 2012, the, the few people that moved were only retirees. And then literally in the last four or five years, there's this huge amount of young families. I'm talking people in their 20s and 30s. Wow. That like you did, and made this their home. And they're coming with kids. So there's this huge community now of not just old retirees and a bunch of tourists driving around drinking beer and golf carts, but you know, young people, young families. They're vibrant. They're very entrepreneur. Um, you know, they're realizing there's a lot of opportunities down here to make money, servicing the retirees, servicing the tourists, um, and you know, filling in the nips of restaurants, bars, real estate, property management, whatever it might be. There's great bilingual private schools here in Costa Rica. Uh, and that's really what's blown you know, blown me away the most is really how many young people are here, and that's great because uh, again, they're they're bringing the services that the other people want. So it's, yep. it's like it, it serves both both sides of the.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a a trend that's only going to continue to increase, especially as you know, people can kind of work from remote areas. You know, it's yeah. it's is and also is that you know, I mean, the schooling down here is is spectacular. So. You know, there's no excuse. And, and it's,
1: it's a great way for the kids to grow up. I mean, all my younger friends with kids, their kids are ecstatic, man. It's like, man, we live in Costa Rica. They're bilingual. They're playing at the beach. They're seeing monkeys and all that cool stuff. And again, so many people can work remotely. So many people are just coming down. They say something like 80% of the world now is going to work remotely. Um, wow. So you're seeing is a lot of people that are just coming down, uh, buying up. Actually, as a matter of fact, I had a client, young client. Uh, he's not even 40 years old. Uh, He's a university professor, and they made a deal with him for at least the next three years. He's going to continue to teach online. And then they'll see about the university, you know, in three years, what they want to do. So they said, you're free to go anywhere you want in the world. So he came to Costa Rica and he was renting a condo, uh, you know, teaching his classes online. And he thought, man, I should just buy a condo. So he bought a condo from me. And for the next two or three years, he's just going to hang out here working remotely, teaching people back in the United States. On Zoom. So it's just amazing. Uh, You know, this COVID thing actually is is changing the way people are living and doing business, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was speaking with someone the other day, actually, yesterday, and I was saying that, you know, people used to wait till they were basically retiring, 65, to kind of go and live in paradise. But now you're, because you're not basically kind of tied to a desk, you can kind of create those two things together and merge them now, you know. So yeah,
1: and with flights going everywhere back in in the world, so easy, you know, if you do have a meeting, you know, you got to have that board meeting, you got to meet a client. If you're a traveling sales guy, you just jump a plane, you fly back to Chicago, you know, you sell your goods, you have your meeting, whatever it is, and you fly back to Costa Rica. And, you know, no different than if you lived in Dallas, and you had to fly to Chicago for a meeting, but you just fly from Costa Rica. So uh, with the international flights here, literally, you can go anywhere in the world from, uh, from the airports here. It's
0: fantastic. Well, I'm sure it also helps saying that you've just flown in from Costa Rica as well, when you're trying to close a deal. So
1: you come in with a tan, you know, I'm you a flowered shirt on. You're like flip flops like, hey, dude, listen, you know, yeah. that scan. Here I am. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you're based in the Papaga- Papagayo area around Plaza del Corco, Playa Hermosa. How do you believe that this area is different than the kind of I mean, because the areas that are well known in, in Guanacaste are, of course, Flamingo and Tamarindo, Corco and Hermosa. But how would you compare those two areas to Flamingo and Tamarindo? Well, those are
1: great areas too, right? So there's something for everybody in Costa Rica. That's what makes it great. We've got rainforests. I mean, you've got this whole thing. But the area known as the Papagayo, and that's that big uh, bay of water behind me that's going all the way into the background. The Gulf of the Papagayo, like we have a Gulf of Mexico in the United States. The Gulf of the Papagayo means the Gulf of the Parrot. There's actually millions of parrots here, like there's millions of monkeys here. Uh, And it was actually the government of Costa Rica picked this area in the 80s To be what it is today, they said, we want to have one area in the country uh, that we can focus infrastructure for foreign investment, tourism, resorts, retirees. And the reason they picked the Papagayo is really three very simple reasons. The first one is we have the best weather in the whole country with the driest...
0: I don't know whether it's me, my internet, or whether it's Mike's. Let me just see here. One of the benefits of living in Costa Rica, of course, guys, is the internet is very stable. No, it is typically very stable. I'm going to try and reconnect here.
1: on my side or your side but so anyway um you know the main the main driving force of this area is the fact that we're 20 minutes from the international airport of liberia that's really the key so you can get in and out very simple when you land literally you're through the airport in 10 or 15 minutes and then 20 minutes later you're having a cocktail at the beach so that's the first main thing now as far as the differences flamingos amazing it's beautiful White sand beach, but it's very small. There's not much to do, so a lot of people get bored very quickly in a place like Flamingo. Tamarindo on the other side is, is crazy. It's a big surf town. Tons of young kids, a lot of everybody walking around in bikinis, drinking beer. But again, for a lot of people, that's almost too much. Coco yep. uh, is really a family environment. Uh, it's it's a it's a true Costa Rican town with a great mix of foreigners and Ticos. Uh, Playa Hermosa is a bedroom community where you can walk to the beach Uh, so that's really the difference is that this is really becoming a place where full time people live it's not just a tourist place it's really more of a community that's really the main difference.
0: Well I mean talking about community because a lot of people ask me you know they're like well Rich where do you think I should move in Costa Rica and my question to them is I mean it really depends on what the lifestyle and the community you know, that you're looking for? Because, I mean, you're coming to a foreign country, you don't know anyone a lot of the time, you know, and people look for that sense of belonging in community. So, I mean, I suppose you've, you've kind of done it, but like what type of, I suppose, the persona of people are buying in coca and and how would you describe these people?
1: Yeah, well, these are people that really want lifestyle. I mean, Costa Rica is about lifestyle, right? So, it's about community. It's not just Uh, A vacation. Obviously, we have millions of tourists that just come to enjoy all the beauty of Costa Rica, but the people that are buying real estate, it's not so much just, um, you know, about the real estate. It's about the lifestyle. It's about coming down, spending time here. Maybe they live here two months a year. Maybe they live here six months a year. Maybe they live 365 like me, but they want to be a part of a bigger community. And what we're really seeing, as I said, is a lot of families, a lot of earlier retirees, people retiring in their 40s and 50s, moving to Costa Rica, and then getting involved in the community. One of the things that I'm most proud of is I have a charity brand called Tank Tops Flip Flops. It's funny because we sell t shirts. So you'll see people walking around with these big t shirts with two stupid flip flops on their shirt everywhere. We've sold thousands of these shirts, but we're proud. We raise about $50,000 a year for local charities. Uh, I sponsor about 50 charities, everything from dog rescues to schools to educational programs. Uh, We even have a music program where we pay for a music teacher to come into the local schools. We bought them all of their instruments. And so everybody gets behind one, two, five, ten of these charities, whatever touches your heart. You have, you know, uh, anti-shark finning, save the whales, clean the beaches. I mean, it's now, you know, save the monkeys. Uh, We're building monkey bridges so that, you know, the monkeys don't get electrocuted on the electrical lines. So people come down and then they get involved with things that are dear to their heart. And so it's not just, you know, living in Costa Rica because the weather's warm. It's not just living here because it's less expensive. It's about giving back to this great country, being a part of something. And then that means meeting people. Right. I mean, I tell my clients, tell me Mike, I met more people, more friends in three months than I did in 10 years back home. Cause you know, back home, what do you do? You drive home, garage door goes up, you drive in your garage, garage door goes down, that's it. You never talk to your neighbors, right? There's so much going on. And so many people are involved in these things that literally they have hundreds of friends. And so it just becomes this amazing place to live. Again, whether it's two months a year or 12 months a year, Everybody has a different plan right now. The people that are two months a year trying to figure out how to become 12 months a year. Uh, but that, you know, by buying that piece of real estate, it becomes that magnet that draws them back, keeps bringing them, hey, better go down and check on our condo, make sure everything's good in Costa Rica. Hey boss, I gotta have two weeks off. I gotta go check on my property in Costa Rica. And then that starts bringing them back more and more. And then one day, all of a sudden, they show up with all their bags. they like, we're here, we made it. And they never go home. So it's, you know, it's really cool to see that.
0: Yeah. I, I think you said, I think you said something there, which is really important. Uh, and I, I was mentioning it the other day is that people make a lot of friends here. Why? Because they really see people at their, at their best, which means they're not stressed out. They're relaxed. They are who they normally are. They're not like, again, you know, I've just come back from work. I'm stressed. Garrett door goes down. And like, you know, i just want to basically watch TV or I want to eat. Or I want to read a book. Whereas down here it is we like, leave that stress at home. We don't have it down here. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. And again, I mean, what a great way to end the day to walk to the beach and have a cold beer or a margarine and watch the sunset. In the morning, I'm a big morning guy. Uh, I live on a property where I actually look east. I see the sunrise every day. I have 13 dogs. I get up every day at 515 in the morning. I'm out the door by 530 right when the sun's coming up and I take my dogs for a run for 30 minutes to an hour. And it's pretty cool to, you know, be running around with a pack of dogs that are just living the dream, no leash, having a great time playing with each other, watching the sunrise. Uh, you know, I'm pretty rejuvenated by the time I get to back to the house at six, 6:30, and I'm ready to go. I mean, it's, it's just
0: amazing. So it's, it's good gig. Awesome, awesome. I mean, what are you seeing at the moment that's selling? Because I know again, a lot of stuff is moving at the moment. What, I mean, what type of stuff are you seeing that's selling in the in the Coca-Hermosa Papagayo area?
1: Well, the neat thing is, we actually have something for everybody. You know, you go to most places, and you know, you live in a certain community outside of Dallas. All the homes are four hundred thousand dollars, or all the homes are one million dollars. Yep. Right? So everybody's in that same, and then you got to drive an hour to be in a different price point. Literally, we have condos for fifty thousand dollars a block from the beach to luxury condos for two to $300,000 that are in a five-star community with a private beach club and tennis courts and community pools, up to Ocean View homes for $500,000 to $800,000 that would be $5 million in Hawaii, $22 million in Southern California. So there's something for everybody in every price point, and yet everybody can enjoy this one area. So you're not just surrounded by people in this particular price point. So we're seeing a lot of stuff um, selling. And obviously, if you've been watching the market, a lot of inventory is selling right now. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, the market's on fire. I like to calm people down a little bit and say, listen, let's be fair. You gotta remember for eight months, we did nothing. Yeah. Nothing last year. Okay. And all these people were building up, building up momentum to come to Costa Rica and they couldn't right? Then come November, all of a sudden, magically, we open our borders, but it's not like everybody can just jump a plane and come the next week. People have lives, people have kids, people have families, there's Thanksgiving, there's Christmas. So really, 90% of those people that were trying to come didn't come until January, okay? Then on top of that, you have the new set of buyers that are coming in that would have been here anyway this year. Then add in the disaster, COVID and everything going on in the States, freezing cold weather, Politics, lockdowns. I mean, people are done. And so, all of a sudden, in the last three months, there's just this wave of people coming in. But in all fairness, if you took a sales that we did January, February, March and divided it by 12 or 14 months, we're probably 25% more than a normal year. So, it's not like, you know, we sold three or five times the real estate we normally would in a year. It was a yeah. little bit, but at the same token, things are moving. I mean, things are moving fast. And I tell people, if you're, you know, we're getting, we're kind of running out of inventory because we didn't replace that new inventory. Builders last year were hesitant to build more spec houses. Developers were hesitant in 2020 to drop, you know, millions of dollars and build a bunch of new inventory because nobody knew how long COVID was going to last. So we're not, we don't have our new set of inventory coming in that we normally would, right? It would take another year. That's really good for people that are buying now because that means in a year, values are going to go up because supply and demand are what controls the values. And if we have a lot more demand than supply, you're going to see prices climb. So, you know, I tell people if you're serious about doing something, do it sooner than later because you're either A, not going to have the property you want, or B, you're going to pay more money for it. That's just the reality of how a market
0: works, right? No, I I think you mentioned something, uh, again, really important there because, you know, I speak to people all over the country of, and going back to comparing tamarindo flamingo areas, you can't get anything in tamarindo flamingo flamingo for under three hundred thousand dollars, really. I mean, it's really difficult. Whereas you can get something very nice in cocoa and Hermosa for that amount of money. Oh, beautiful!
1: Yeah, and we sell a lot of properties in the in the 200, 250,000 range, um, and a lot of them are starters. Like, so what people do is ultimately they maybe want a five hundred thousand dollar property, but so they're just you know I'm just not quite sure if I want to bite off that big of a chunk right now. I want to see if. <laughs> So I always tell people, look, I'm the realtor that's going to talk you down in price, not up in price. So listen, let's start with something smaller, get in the game. Let's buy something that we know we can turn around and sell later. If A, you decide you love it here and you want that bigger property or B, you decide it's not for you. You own it for four or five years. You have some great vacations, but living here full-time is just not in your cards. Again, it's easy to resell it. You're going to make some money on it or Third thing that people do is they still buy that bigger property, but then they keep that first one as rental income, and then that income off that property helps offset their carrying costs, and they don't have to dip into their retirement funds or their pension quite as hard to live here because they got that extra income. So I have a lot of clients that own two or three properties, and they literally retire and live off the income of
0: those rental properties, so different ways to look at it. Well, I mean, if we had a time machine here, I'm always interested to know what people would have invested. If we had a time machine to go back five years, Mike, and you had to invest in something in Costa Rica, uh, what would it have been and why? Um, and also, what would you have taken clear of?
1: Well, first off, I go back to what I just said, rental properties. Okay. The rental market is going to continue to get stronger and stronger because at the end of the day, we only have so much inventory. Everybody wants to be you know, close to the beach. Everybody wants to be 20 minutes from the airport. Nobody wants to be one hour out in the middle of the farm fields, right? So there's only so much land and so much inventory and people want a vacation, especially now, my God, after COVID, I mean, as soon as the lockdowns are done and vaccines and whatever, the world is going to get on a plane and they're going to fly and they're going to go in Costa Rica. When you look at all the places you can go in the world, it's in the top couple of places to visit, you know, forget even living here, forget retiring here, just vacation. Right. And the whole, you know, concept of of renting a place is is huge. So that would be the first thing I I would do is buy even more rental properties, okay? Uh, I've always said as far as staying away from stuff is just, you know, generally the good rule of thumb in Costa Rica is stay away from pre-construction properties, okay? Unless it's a very strong developer, like it's a Marriott and the Marriott's building some condos, the Marriott's gonna build the condos, okay? The Four Seasons is going to build the condos. But there's a famous saying here, there's a lot of beautiful gates in Costa Rica where a developer started a project. There's not financing here, so he doesn't have a bank behind him. He thought, oh, I'll sell a few things. I'll use the money to finish it. Sales didn't go the way he wanted. Or 9-11 happened, 2008 happened, COVID happened. About every 10 years, something happens, crushed him. And the people that bought into that dream, maybe they got burned, right? So I've always said to people, you know, wait until it's finished, see what the product is. That doesn't mean you can't take a reservation on it. Okay. You can easily take a reservation, but don't get caught up into the payments of something pre-construction because if it ain't built, it ain't built. I don't care who it is or what they say. And you see that all over places like Costa Rica, Caribbean, Latin America, where there's not traditional bank financing in the U S the bank would guarantee it's going to get done. But here that's not so much always
0: the case. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Again, I think that there are there are tons of beautiful entrances to places here, but nothing inside them. So,
1: <laughs> mango trees.
0: Yes, exactly. I, you may have answered this, but I'm going to ask you the question anyway. I mean, what advice would you give to listeners here looking to potentially invest in Costa Rican real estate? Because a lot of people listening here have no idea. You know, they really have. They're, they're thinking about it. They may have never been to Costa Rica before.
1: Well, I tell people understand that it's a lifestyle. Okay, if your whole goal is to make money. Don't come to Costa Rica. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you did to, to have $200,000 cash in the first place, you did something right. Because a lot, a lot of people, very few people have $200,000 cash, let alone a million dollars cash. So if you were able to put together a little nest egg of a couple hundred grand, you did something right. So if all you want to do is make money, keep doing what you were doing. Costa Rica is a lifestyle. That doesn't mean you can't make money. You can make money but maybe not as big of a return as you're going to make in other places. The trade-off is the lifestyle. I like to use a pencil. I don't have a pencil, so I'll use a pen, but you know, one side of the pencil is, is the point, And that point is money. Where can we make the most money on our investment? We don't care. It could be real estate, gold, you know, whatever's going on stock market. Where can I make a 10% return on my money? The other side of the pencil is the eraser, the soft side. And that's where we spend all our money. We work hard to make it back home so we can have a nice car, so we can buy a Rolex watch, so we can go on vacation, so we can buy our kids toys, right? Well, Costa Rica is right in the middle. My clients are in the middle. They're not that concerned about making the most money they possibly can, as long as they can make enough money to cover the cost of the real estate so that they can come down and enjoy the other side of it, the lifestyle side. So if if the property can make enough money to cover itself, so, they can come down and enjoy the mud baths, the hot springs, the zip lining, the rainforest, the water, the beaches, the people, the millions of things they are to do here, even better. And then, long term, here the investment is more of a long term hold than it is the short term ROI. You're not gonna see properties just go up 25% like you do in the States. You're not gonna see seven people bidding on your house, putting in offers, 20,000 over asking. That's not gonna happen here happen is over the next 10, 15 years, you're not going to be able to buy something here. There's just not going to be anything because the people that are buying it, they're not going to resell it. They're buying it to live, to retire. And so ultimately we're going to run out of dirt. We're going to run out of inventory. And every year, more and more and more people keep finding out about Costa Rica, more and more people keep coming and they're going to want to buy and they're not going to be here. And so you're going to see the real estate values ultimately go through the roof. But it's not going to be on the short term so you got to understand the short term is about the enjoyment aspect spending time with your family spending time with your kids spending time with your grandkids that that's what costa rica is about and there's a you got to figure that to me that's a huge value Huge. so many people spend no time with their kids back home all they're doing is working so you got how many thousands of dollars is it worth it to you to be able to spend a week with your kids and your grandkids spending quality time together in a beautiful place it's priceless So to me that's that's the value of the Costa Rica real estate
0: the, the family aspect I, I completely agree there are a couple of things wealth preservation Costa Rica is a great wealth preservation play you know everything's going absolutely nuts in North America at the moment that if you would uh, if you invest down here it's a diversification of your portfolio but it's also wealth preservation but also is it's a lifestyle investment. You know, and I mean, again, I don't think you're going to look back on life and go, damn, I wish I would have worked harder, but you may, you may go, I wish I would have basically, you know, spent more time with my kids. I would have, you know, relaxed a little bit more. I'd have gone to Costa Rica, etc." So, so yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, every day I, I uh, am mobbed and my clients in a grocery store, in a bar, in a restaurant. I mean, they just mob me. They come up and just hug me. And they're there with, this is the guy that sold us our house. Thank you. I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling you, they're like almost crying. Thank you for making this happen. This was the best thing we ever did. We've never been happier in my whole life. I have no stress, this, that, one thing, another, like everywhere. It's why, you know, I tell people, I don't go out a lot of times at night because I need a little bit of time off from all my people. Uh, But it's true. You know, the people really, once they decompress and they get here, and they just breathe clean air and eat fresh, healthy food. Uh, the whole value, quality of your life just goes through the roof. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And you can't put a value on that. You can't put
0: a value on. That. So, I mean, we've we've spoken a little bit about kind of like there's being a a, a lot available in Cocoa Humosa area, but I mean just generally in real estate, where do you think the gap in the market currently is?
1: We need more houses in the three hundred fifty thousand dollar range. I mean, that's the investment. So I'm trying to get my my investors to build more houses in that price range. That's kind of the 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 target of people that are retiring. Again, for people testing the water, it might be a cheaper condo that they can just rent. Uh, obviously there's always a client that can buy the million dollar house, but not everybody can afford a second home or a retirement home for a million dollars. Even if it's you know one fifth of what it would be somewhere else, that's still a big number. But $350,000 is a number that seems to be right where the majority of people are very comfortable. And usually with that, in our market, you get a nice house with a yard, with a pool, with some room to breathe. You're in a nice community where you can walk to the beach, where you're close to the town, or maybe you're on a golf course where you can wake up every day and go for a walk around the golf course. And we've sold all those. I mean, if you go on my website, everything's, it either just isn't there or it says under contract or sold. So that's kind of the target point um, and that's, you know, for investors that want to come down and, and really uh, look at you know, doing some projects, I tell people that's the target
0: price point, 350 dollars to $400,000. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, if you inherited $500,000 and, you know, the, you were told that you had to invest it in a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it in why?
1: Well, I would always say buy lesser expensive properties. It's always easier to resell a $150,000 condo than a $500,000 house. So buying three to five of those are great investments and those get your biggest return on rentals. Uh, You Actually make six, 7% return on your, on your, on your condos like that. A bigger house. Again, you got more expenses. You got a pool, you got a garden, you got property taxes and all those types of things. Uh, As far as the business, I would say best thing you could do is invest in a business that you love, that you're going to wake up every day and want to do. You know, for me, it's real estate. I got the best job in the world. I mean, I drive people around all day long. I have breakfast and lunch at the beach. I'm drinking margaritas with my clients. So, you know, if you're passionate about yoga, open a yoga business. If you're passionate about building houses, come down here and start a construction company. You know, if you're passionate about, you know, education, come down and open a private school. You know, if you love food, come down and open a restaurant, come down and open. Guy just came down and opened a Southern barbecue place. Incredible.
0: Where about? Whereabouts, Mike?
1: In Playa Hermosa and another one now in Cocoa. Absolutely. It's, called Bucky. it's phenomenal. The guys from Georgia, true Southern barbecue. Amazing. And that's his passion. He's got smokers. He's out there smoking, tasting the meat, doing his thing. Uh, he moved his wife and three kids down here, put all three kids in private school, younger guy probably right around 40. And just decided, you know what, I'm going to go live my dream. It Costa Rica and do what I've always wanted to do. So if you're going to invest in a business, In Costa Rica, again, you don't need to make an astronomical amount of money to live here. So you don't need to make tens of thousands of dollars a month to break even. So, you know, you don't need to have this highly successful, huge business with lots of overhead. So if you can come down, keep your overhead low, find something that you love to do, that you're passionate about, then you're going to get up every day. You're going to want to go to work. You're going to want to run your business. You're living in the greatest place in the whole wide world. Everybody else is going to sense your passion, right? And they're going to be like, oh, I got to go to my buddy's barbecue place. You know, I got to go to my buddy's bar. Um, you know, you can always come down. I'm going to open my tank tops, flip flops, cantina. So we're going to have a, a need for some investors. So, you know, there's always opportunities here because again, as more people move, we need more of those services. So even though something exists already doesn't mean we don't have room for a second or a third because more people are gonna to continue to move here, more tourists are gonna to continue to come. So I think you know that is the opportunity. A lot of people are just leaving their nine to five jobs and coming down here with their little nest egg and opening up their own business, hiring Costa Ricans, do it by book. I tell everybody, do everything by the book. Get your residency, be legally allowed to work here, set up whatever licensing you need, pay your taxes, don't try to skirt the law and cut corners. Like anywhere, those people, Don't make it. The people that come down and do it by the book, succeed, and people see it, be involved in the community, give back to the local Costa Ricans. They're gonna appreciate that. They're gonna support your business, whatever it might be. And you're gonna wake up every day in a great place. You're gonna love what you do. I mean, you can't put, you can't put a value on that. It's incredible.
0: I agree. I think that's great advice, dude. I mean, again, ultimately is I think a lot of people that are gonna move down here are looking for a community. So you've got to give back to that community. know it's a two-way street so well mike it's been an absolute pleasure and also an honor to have you on here i appreciate you taking the uh the time to come out and talk here and uh, we'll get this out to the masses uh and again anyone that wants to contact mike i'll put everything inside the uh inside the description below um but again i it's been an honor i don't know anyone that sold more real estate in costa rica and that's more knowledgeable so thanks very much for your time mike awesome buddy great to see you man have a beautiful day you too buddy have a good one